We're on Yevamot, Perek Tedvah, Mishnah Gimel, third Mishnah, in the 15th chapter of Yevamot. We continue to talk about what happens when a woman comes from Medinat Ayam and says, my husband is dead. So until now, we've learned, as we've seen before, that Midoraita, we learned, you require two Edim. But we said, because of Iguna, Mishum Iguna, Aguna, Mishum Igun, because we don't want her to become an Aguna, that's what that bold, okay, we were mekil. Chazal were mekil. They were lenient. They were they they were they were willing to rely on her, but that's only for her for her status. But and, but what about other issues? And specifically, we're going to talk about the issue of money. So this himnu rabbanan is only vis-a-vis her ability to remarry. But vis-a-vis money, you still need to edim. Therefore, beit shama. But therefore, what happens in the case when she comes back and says, "My husband is dead." There is the halachic issue of can she be married, but there's also the financial issue, what happens to her husband's estate. Beit Shammai says, Not only can she be married, but she gets the ketubah. We assume that her husband is really dead, and therefore we invoke the clause that says, if I'm dead, then you get this and this money, whatever, in the ketubah. Beit Hillel says, no. Yes, she can remarry. But you, she can take her ketubah. Why? I'm going to Beit Shammai. Beit Shammai says, whoa, one second. You permitted, you agreed that she, you were permitted, she's a married woman. Now you say she's not a married woman. That's chamur. That's very strict. You're not going to permit the, the monetary issue, which is much less significant. Beit says, no. No, but we also know that if she came along and said, when she says my husband is dead, the achim, the brothers, can't then go and inherit. And so we already know that, so there's really this really interesting issue. In this case, there's three halachic, there's three halachic issues. The issue number one is her status. We'll call it status ha'isha. Okay? And that's, that's edechad. Her testimony is one thing. We also have ketubah. Ketubah ta'isha. We have the ketubah, and that's, oh, that's, that's what we're discussing. And we have Nachala, one second, let's bring this back so you can see it. And then we have Nachala, Achim, Benachala. What about the brothers inheriting? And that we know you need Shnei Edim, meaning her testimony is not enough. So you have these, you have this really interesting question for these three issues. Okay, we see that for the woman is Eidachad, for the Achim is two. And for this, for the ketubah, was it? Is it like her status one, or is it like money? So Beit Hillel says it seems to me that these two should be the same. These two should be connected to each other, okay? And there, and we only have the status of the woman. And Beit Shammai says no. So that's the nature of the machloket. Amulam Beit Shammai, Beit Shammai says no, no, no. Vahalomi sefer ketubah talmud. You're right, but in her own ketubah, sefer means a scroll of her ketubah. It's Shu Kotevla that he writes to her. Sheim tina sila acher. He writes, if you marry another man, then you take what's, what's written in you. Meaning, in the Ketubah itself, it's dependent not upon inheritance or money issues, but when you remarry, you get what's in the Ketubah. changed their mind, and they agreed that Beit Shammai is correct. And it's not based on other Dinei Mamonot. It's not connected to Achim and Achala. Beit Hillel, in the end, says, you're right, these, these are connected to, oops, Beit says, you're right, these are connected to each other. Maybe I can, I'll make them both yellow. These are connected. Beit says, in this case, it's Eid Echad. We'll stop here.
as we always do, we'll dedicate our learning to the, oops, to the memory of my father, Arav Simcha, and Yitzchak Kalman. Have a great day.